0: Welcome to the Crazy Dre Podcast show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is your main man, a.k.a. Crazy Croc, a.k.a. Andre's Podcast. Brought to you by the great state of Michigan. Yes, we have the greatest place in the world. Unfortunately, all my teams kind of stink besides the Red Wings and the Lions. But here, my buddy, Parlay Sean, is back to talk about sports, Super Bowl, basketball, Maybe a little baseball over there if we can catch a curveball on time. Again, we try to make it not so long, not like two hours, three hours, because it's a newer podcast. We want to just be able to uh, bring in like 45 minutes so people can drive home and be back, and then they go, like, oh, cool. Now, now we know. But for all you people out there that watched the Super Bowl, how was it? Sean, how was it? I mean –
1: if you're a fan, I mean I know Michigan fan the state of Michigan was disappointed that the Lions weren't there. And a lot of people said they weren't going to watch it and all this stuff. It's kind of true. It is true. Um but it was a good game. I mean, it was close. It I mean, you had two good defenses and you were supposed to have two good offenses. Obviously the defenses are the ones that showed up, I mean, 75% of the time until um the game going to overtime and I mean Vegas lost a fucking shitload with it Wait. going to overtime. Um I didn't I didn't ever expect
0: that game to go overtime. Yeah, and because
1: should... with overtime, if you made a hundred dollar bet, you would win eleven to one. So that's a twelve hundred dollar turnaround. And then there's new rules in the NFL this year that just started and it all goes back to Good old Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs when they played the Buffalo Bills. And it didn't give the opportunity to Josh Allen to score. And, or maybe it was the other way around. Patrick Mahomes didn't have a chance to score that year. No, it had Bills that never beat him. So anyway. You're
0: talking about the overtime
1: thing. Yeah, the overtime thing. So,
0: before we get there, I, I want to talk about how the first half was kind of like sloppy, it's slow. I didn't think, you know, to tell you the truth, if you watch that game, that they went to McCaffrey right away, the 49ers, and then they were doing some good stuff with it. But what happened is that they went away from McCaffrey, and then De- uh, Debo Samuels got hurt a little bit. And their defense of linebacker for uh, no, two, two defensive guys for the San Fran got hurt. One in, the first, one, one in the first half, and one in the second half. The second guy, he tore his Achilles. Oh yeah, trying to run on the field, yeah. Which he didn't even make, yeah. Yeah, which is amazing. Well, you know what? Tell you what, that can happen if you over, obviously, if you're working out and you overdo it and whatever, and or you, you don't stretch right or whatever, or you just got a lot of stress on that on those around that ankle, around, around that field, around that part of the foot or the leg. But I do think that those two guys that was hurt for San Fran kind of shifted the game for Kansas City. Because in the first half, none of these teams were really doing anything. The first drive was pretty good until McCaffrey fumbled the football.
1: Yeah, and then later in the game, Pacheco did the same thing. But yeah, McCaffrey had 160 total yards between 80 rushing and 80 passing or receiving. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, what about, like you just said, it looked like Christian McCaffrey was getting three four, seven, eight, and even 10 yards per carry. Yeah. And I know you started, talked about the first half. They went away from that in the third quarter. He only touched the
0: ball twice yeah, in the was, third quarter. That was stupid. That's stupid. That's stupid. That was so stupid. I thought, and you, and you know what? This was a, this also what killed me about the Detroit Lion game. It was like Detroit went away from what got them there, and now the San Fran did what, what Detroit did. It, they went away from what got them there. But I do think that having those two defensive guys who, who went out, especially in the first half, that really kind of changed the mechanism, the mechanism of the game for Kansas City in the second half. Kelsey didn't even touch the football all that much until the last.: He had half.
1: one yard after the first half.: Yes.
0: And he blew up into uh, Reed's face. Because they took him out. And that was so, when Pacheco fumbled the ball because yeah. he was supposed to block for him. Yeah. And so. little I, unprofessional. You know, a lot of people think that Kelsey's a little hothead all the time. And he I, was because he got into a hothead in college. And If it wasn't for his brother, uh, shout out for him from the, from the same school that he went to, to that coach, he would never have had a second chance. So I did not know that. So Kelsey Travis Kelsey A little high head, And I'm not Maybe gonna, Taylor Swift Is calming him down I don't know I don't think so at all It's just so much Atmosphere Of something That you're not used to Yeah you're used to The NFL And playoffs And Super Bowls But When you get another dynamic person Who wants Who needs that much attention Which is Which is Oh my god I can't remember her, uh Swift you're gonna have a lot more things on your plate. You have to be a super celebrity and all that bullshit. But I was more amazed how I'll tell you this: the one thing I like about the one thing I liked about San Fran in the first half is that they put a big guy on him. So whenever he Travis Kelsey went out for a pass, there was a big linebacker there covering him. However, that linebacker got hurt. Within like seven minutes into the first quarter or something, or the second quarter, and when that happened, they put tiny little guys on him on the second half within the fourth quarter with four minutes to go, and no one could stop him. He had two people on him, and he was just dragging him onto the first for the first down, and that's where you make up your your you know, your your yards with him. If you have an, if you had him go over like sixty yards, I don't think he got sixty yards of receiving. Who Kelsey.
1: No, he got ninety three. Yeah,
0: so, total. So he, so he did go over it. But if you took him in the first half to do anything like forty, forty five, he 20, had one yard. Only one yard. So, you know, I don't understand. Sometimes I don't understand Kansas City's philosophy because your best. Receive- do they need to have
1: a philosophy? Patrick Mahomes is a is twelve and one when he's an underdog in any of the playoff games. Yeah. So if that says anything and the fucking Kansas City Chiefs are in the playoffs again and they're a freaking underdog you better stop betting against them cuz he is the motherfucking baby goat this is 3 championships in 5 years this team this this Kansas City team is a dynasty you can say what you want about how you know they're not they're not a dynasty this was the worst ever any of the Kansas City Chiefs wide receiving cast has ever had, yeah. and somehow still the pay, still the Chiefs. I mean, don't get me wrong. Patrick Mahomes ran for sixty-six yards rushing, which he led the whole team, and threw for three hundred and thirty yards. So he had four hundred total yards of offense. But on paper, this was the worst passing, receiving things, and 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 he wins a he wins a championship like. Well, with, the huh? re- with the real Goat, Brady, he never had a shitty receiver. He's always had great receivers. No, now, the baby true. Goat has oh, now has Howard. I mean, other than Kelsey, that's the only receiver he really had. No, no
0: that's not
1: true. What do you mean? He had Randy Moss. Randy he Moss had, didn't
0: win the Super Bowl. With him.
1: Okay, so he had Elderman. He had Grock. He yeah, had Grock, the he guy that – He had Grock, Elderman. He had the guy that ended up killing himself in prison. Yeah, I mean, no every way. single one of those receivers is phenomenal. Wow. Well,
0: Hernandez is is a tight end too, and he wasn't there for Super Bowl. I don't think Hernandez won, too. He did win, too. So, I would say this. I th- I think I don't think the, the I don't think the Patriots really had great receivers. They had great tight ends, and that's what Kansas City has. Kelsey is a great tight end. You had Wes Walker. You had Deion Branch. Yeah, but I I would never consider Wes Walker or Deion Branch that great because Hartman. Who caught that winning touchdown. He reminds me a lot of, like, the same, not the same height player-like as, as, uh, as, as West.
1: Don't compare Wes Walker to a guy that had no fucking touchdowns all season long and that was the first touchdown
0: that he had of his career. But think about this. He's not that great. Wes Walker is somewhat a lot better, but I wouldn't consider... I would say Mahomes is a better mobile quarterback than Lamar Jackson or, or Vince Young and everything else. I well, agree. But I do think I would give more credit to Andy Reid for that uh, last touchdown of the game for that making that play call because to have it go to someone that has not got any touchdowns or anything, Hartman is completely genius of that play.
1: He was 11-1 to one to score, just to score.
0: Yeah.
1: he'd So that $100 would have won uh, 1100 Yeah. Now, obviously, if you didn't watch the game, you were listening to it on the radio, even if you were listening to B93 or, or 96.1 or 107.3, 95.7, 105.7, don't matter what radio station you were listening to, you found out that the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, even if you don't give a shit about football. Now, I would, here's for it. the issue.
0: Oh, what's the issue? What's going on? And I wanna
1: say the issue? I wanna give kudos to Brock Purdy. Oh, did Brock well. Purdy was a okay. Patrick Mahomes is a great quarterback. Brock Purdy was a good quarterback. Like, if Patrick Mahomes does not lead him to that winning drive, Brock Purdy wins MVP. No ifs and buts about it. Brock Purdy wins the MVP. And He's like one of the youngest quarterbacks to win it. Problem is, he didn't. Um, before this game started, they were like, hmm, if Brock Purdy doesn't win, do we go get Kirk Cousins? Do we go get Russell Wilson? No, so That's stupid. This is I mean, Brock Purdy's only making eight hundred and seventy five thousand dollars. He still be- has one more year on his rookie contract.
0: He probably should get a raise. Um, he should get a race I'll tell you what He should The real problem that you have Is this thing that we call overtime And this is what This is What Sean's gonna say about Shanahan Is what I say the Same thing about uh, Campbell And what it is Is about knowing the rules of the game And knowing the situations of the game This is why I think Campbell Shut down During San Fran Because He never has gone, the Detroit line never gone that far as in the analytics of going on fourth down in the playoffs or not going on the fourth down in the playoffs. However, if you're on a class A football team, mm. like San Fran, Chiefs, uh, at one time Patriots, at one time Seahawks, you have to know the rules of the game. So what Sean's going to tell you is what happened between Kansas City and the Buffalo Bills that will also affect the outcome of the Detroit of the San Fran and Kansas City Super Bowl game. So this makes me sick. I mean, I'm not a 49ers fan,
1: but if you are a 49ers fan, mm-hmm. and your coach and half of your team does not know the overtime rules, yeah, I know those man. And now you lost the Super Bowl, and you could have been a six time champion. I mean overall, well, this goes back to when the Buffalo Bills played the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, I believe it was two years ago, and the score was forty two to thirty-six. Mm-hmm. And it was a hell of a game. It was high scoring. You had no idea was who was gonna win this game. Allen was putting on a show mm-hmm. and the the rule was back then if um if the if if the first team that gets the ball scores a field goal the other team gets to retaliate yeah. but the the old rule was if since the chiefs had the ball they were on march down the field and scored a touchdown and went up 42 36 mm-hmm. now allen gets no chance to redeem it which is kind of unfair
0: after the touchdown right. okay
1: the only way that a game can be ended in 2 years ago was a safety or a defensive touchdown 2 not, years ago and not a kick return
0: not a kick and return. So it's not like college football? No. Because college football is that way, right? After the kick return and no overtime? Well, no. there is no kick so, returns in no, college football. Sorry. They just no, started at the 25-yard line. But I swear, I swear the only thing about that overtime rule was that if the ball was returned from a kick. From well, maybe kick that ball.
1: falls under defense or special yeah. teams. Maybe yeah. that falls under special Okay, that's so maybe what, it falls under special teams and defense.
0: That's what I thought, that – the only way that that game can end without the other team touching it is off a kick return. An so turn. let's retract that. But maybe that's not true, though. Maybe I no maybe I'm. Andre not really might right.
1: be right about this one, but the rule got changed because of that game last two years ago. So mm-hmm. the new rule this year, with possibly Andre's comment right there, the original rule is if if one team scores a touchdown, the other team gets to retaliate to that, and that was because of that.
0: We'll get a chance.
1: Now, I do know this. If the defense scores a touchdown, game over. And if a assumption. safety is 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 there, game over. Yep. And this is the one thing I don't know, and Andre may be right. If a kickoff return, which is technically special teams, it's not offense or defense, or defense special teams might come under that. So, But still, with the odds being so small of a special teams kickoff return being there, You still got to know the rules. So, coin tosses happen. San Francisco wins the toss.
0: Yeah. Um, With the new rules. Technically, you want the ball second. Correct. Because that way you know what your opponent just did. And you're in Vegas, so you're closer to your home. Are you? No. Are you? Do you think you're closer to home than Missouri? Kansas? No, you're probably closer to Missouri. They're on
1: the time change, though. Missouri's on. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Our difference, but
1: I mean, so you should know the rules, right? Yeah. Wow. So, and if you think about this, that would so when San Francisco took the ball and marched it on the field, they got the ball all the way down to the fifteen yard line.
0: Yeah, and then they kicked the field goal. they kicked the field goal. Well, if the Chiefs
1: would have done the ball first, they scored a touchdown. You know, you have to go for it on fourth and three. Oh, yep. See, I mean, literally, if you look on ESPN right now and CBS Sports News, it literally comes out and says that shanahan did not know the rules and it says that three different defensive players did not know the rules like how the fuck does that happen like as a 49ers fan because i mean you got to be pissed
0: well because first of all you think that just only shanahan should know and not just players players are just kind of dumb sometimes because they're just emotionally um um muscle heads out there anyways so this is why you need a coach and you need an assistant coach to like hey shanahan we should get the ball second and then at first. And if we have to go for the fourth down, just go for the fourth down. Because the likelihood of Mahomes moving the ball downfield really doesn't matter. Because he'll either score a field goal or a touchdown.
1: Like if you knew the rule and your player accidentally made that call, you're running on the F effing field and saying, no, we want the ball second. Yeah.
0: And this is why if the Lions were in the Super Bowl and that they were in the same situation, Detroit would have probably took this, this, the ball second, and they probably would have gone for the first down to score a touchdown. And that's probably – and to be honest with you – And they probably would have, since
1: the Chiefs would have scored a touchdown and got an extra point, Campbell would have went for two. <laughs> yeah. So Dan, and they would
0: have either lost by one or won by one. So Dan Campbell, at that that situation, that, in that situation, if you're a San Francisco fan, you kind of wish that you had Dan Campbell as your head coach. Or maybe, just maybe – hardball does this mean that hardball signed this contract too early and didn't sit around to go to a team that could probably go to a super bowl five more times in the next 10 five seven years think about this think about think about all those i tr- gotta fire mike shanahan well well, I don't know. You, you, kind of, you said he's stupid as a rocks.
1: I mean, he blew a 28-3 a lead to the, the GOAT himself.
0: Yeah, but And he, then he also, yeah.
1: got, not knowing the rules, I mean, you could fire him.
0: Well, yeah. So let me ask this, folks. If you're a Sam Fran fan and you already got a guy like Jim Harbaugh that's took your team to, to the homeland or to the promised land with a quarterback that kneels or doesn't kneel, doesn't shake hands, or whatever you want with uh, with that dude. If the
1: power doesn't go out, the 49ers win that game.
0: Yeah. I guarantee that. Okay. And we're talking about the Super Bowls against the Baltimore Ravens. But do you think if you're you're Sam Fran, do you think that you would kind of wish that Jim Harbaugh didn't take that contract with the Chargers? Would you not just already give him like a $100 million contract and say, hey, hey, you sit around a little bit and we want to decide if if you want to come to to the to San Fran with a team that's legit because John Lynch is a genius in that whole establishment. He is John Lynch is a stud. Yeah. So, do you think that John Lynch if John Lynch had a chance to do it over again? Would you say hold on, Jim. Let's see what happens in Super Bowl and because now you've proven the point that Shanahan is not that smart, he wasn't even that smart with Detroit Lions playing against him. The only thing that killed Detroit was themselves. That's the only reason why Detroit is not in the Super Bowl is because they shot themselves in the foot because I agree, Unexperienced players and unexperienced coaches. Like I've said this before and I say this again, if Shanahan is still there next year and it's again against Detroit Lions. And it's in Detroit instead in San Fran, I guarantee you that Detroit would win that game. I guarantee you because Dan Campbell will have a something under his belt, his defense coordinators kind of figured out how to coach a good defensive game. And your offense coordinator is a genius. Now all he's gonna do is probably take a couple couple of pages out of um, of Andy Reid's book. I
1: mean, I think you could coach the 49ers and get fourteen wins, buddy. Like the Arizona Cardinals are trash. The Seattle Seahawks are trash. And unfortunately, there was a lot of injuries with the Rams, but let's be honest. Worst case scenario, if that team stays together for San Francisco, mm-hmm. they're 11 and 6, right? Mm-hmm. Next year, 11 and 6, maybe they lose 6 games. Mm-hmm. I would could you could see them at 13 and 3 or 12 and 5 again, right? Yeah. Worst case, 11 and 6. So, they win that division again next year. Can you fire a coach that continuously wins divisions? Yeah. Can you fire a coach that gets you to yeah, two Super Bowls in three years?
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know what's going to happen in Detroit, though? Which is probably, sh- I don't want to say this out loud, but if Dan Campbell gets to the playoffs two more years or one out of three years or whatever again, and he just poops out, you're probably going to hire your offense coordinator as your head coach. That's the only reason why I think he's sticking around for Detroit. And that's the reason why Detroit's willing to pay him that much money because if you need a coach that understands not just the logistics of the game but isn't over-emotional about we're going toughness out and we're going to make the fourth down, you've got to be smart about going on fourth down or you have to be smart on going on fourth down or taking the ball second instead of first. You can, You can... If you don't have that key element to make the team smart during crucial times, you're going to fail. I think in some ways Jim Harbaugh, because his first time in the Super Bowl with Sam Fran a couple of years ago against Baltimore, is the reason why he lost that Super Bowl because of inexperience. John, John Harbaugh. Lots of experience. It's has got a lot of experience.
1: And you had Flacco.
0: Yeah. And you know what? Best I would, defense in the country too. Exactly. Baltimore. If I had to pick between John or Jim Harbaugh winning another Super Bowl first, I would pick John. Hands down. Just because John's been in the league longer, John knows John knows how to maintain the mentality of competing his players in check. Like Ray Lewis. That guy was just crazy out there anyways. So and he had Rice. That guy, right, who, right, right. yeah. That, that
1: so guy. in the long run, I think the critics need to shut up if anybody's negative about Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy proved himself very well this this weekend.
0: Brock Purdy's going to get a contract if he doesn't get. He still
1: get one more year of his rookie contract, so we don't even have to talk about anything. But. I don't
0: think he's going. I think he just. I you know what I would tell the rest of the... You know what I would do if I was pretty Is just play lay low, and wait till the draft is over, completely over, and then they like then I would push buttons and say, "Hey, I want my uh, I want a new contract," because now not only did you not wait. Now did you not draft a quarterback? Now you have a quarterback that demands how much? $20 million a year. Okay. So
1: first of all, Sam Darnold's their backup quarterback, which is worthless. And now Sam Darnold has a, uh, has a ring and Dan Marino does not. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, I'm just saying. What is wrong with it? What is wrong with this picture? Right. Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> that's so sad. I know. I, I had to bring that up. I know that's oh, it's, it's a dick I, I move. Know, I but.
0: totally forgot about that. Holy moly Sam Donald,
1: you son of a tool. So Sam Darnold has a ring. You should give that ring to Dan Marino. Um But you're right. I mean if they go if they don't believe in Proc Purdy enough, you know. Kirk Cousins is going to cost 30 mil. Russell's going to cost
0: 30 mil. Dude, I'm telling you. if I was
1: pretty. I, I mean, I'm keeping Sam Darnold, and, and I'm, I'm going to keep Brock. I'm not going to go draft another quarterback, right? I'm just going to live on Brock.
0: But the thing is, it's like this. This is why I said to Brock, you lay low. Let him. Let them do what they want to do. Draft another defensive guy. Let them draft another, court, another receiver or another running back. You don't need another running back, but let's just say. It. But let them draft anybody on that effing team, the draft pick, and let them do all the old effing free agency shit. And then you start being a kind of a dick. Like, look, I took your dumbass uh, head coach's team to the Super Bowl, and he didn't know the rules. So I would say either I get a new head coach or a new contract. <laughs> I'm serious. Prudy should not be waiting for his end of he at this point, there's no reason for Prudy to be waiting for a for next year for a contract. Because if he has a bad year, they're gonna bounce him back down to like ten million instead of twenty million. Prudy's a decent quarterback. He's smart, he's intelligent. They went away. I mean, they just went away from everything. You know, this is why I pretty like you need to stick with your guns, stick with your guns, lay low, and then go after your contract. You know, the Forty Nine ers is the only team that uses their
1: fullback a lot.
0: that's that's old school. I know it works too. That's why Detroit. You know, and in some ways, Detroit does that a little bit with uh, our tight ends. Sometimes we put an extra offensive line. Can I
1: give kudos to Mooney for hitting that fifty five yarder and then it was the longest, but then we had to have the Kansas City Chief Booker or whatever come out and hit a fifty seven yard field goal. So it got broken twice last night. That's crazy. That is it's pretty cool.
0: That is awesome. Yeah. And who'd have known? But just-
1: but 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 can we say one thing here? Can we say something here that I got lots of joy out of? What? There was that extra point that went Doing Doink, doink, oh, right. Well, that means the 49ers win a one. So Moody, a former Michigan Wolverine, fucking lost the game for him outright, and Mahomes would have never had the opportunity to win. What? Thank you, University of Michigan!
0: I think I just missed the whole thing. No, maybe not. You, you got so loud that this thing kind of, like, shut down for a second. You must really hate Michigan. This uh, isn't having that
1: bad. Ronnie Bell won a ring. See?
0: Aren't you happy about that?
1: Oh, no. He lost one, too, because he was with 49ers. Sorry. Yeah. But look. Look.
0: Look. I think what we... Okay, we also got to talk about...
1: Can we talk about Chip Kelly? how
0: well, is how... Offensive sick.
1: coordinator. He turned down two extra million to stay at UCLA, where he sucked, and was averaging only six wins, maybe seven wins. And now he's the offensive coordinator with Ryan Day. And he gets to call the plays because Ryan Day's not. Ryan Day's he a- actually gets to
0: call the plays because he said he's stepping down because he can't beat Michigan. He's an idiot. Ryan Day's an <laughs> idiot. He's going to lose his job to <laughs> Chip Kelly. I guarantee you. Ryan They'll start Day- going.
1: So does that mean Ohio State will start going for two?
0: Oh, of course they will. They have. To. Well, they do, well they can because they can't score touchdowns, and they got the best receiver in the land, Harrison Jr., which I think it's pretty stupid for him to stay. He should just go. Get he's probably them. leaving. No, he's not leaving yet. He's still there. He's gonna be. He's gonna get paid like fifteen million dollars, hmm. something like that. True story. Fifteen million. I can't believe it for a college kid. C- could you imagine you going to uh, Michigan State? They paying you like two point five million just to be a student. But he's just not a student. He's a great one of the greatest athletes.
1: So. Can we talk about college basketball for a couple minutes? Let's do it. Can we say Michigan State? Maybe it's
0: Izzo February because it was a
1: massive win, beating and winning by
0: eight against Illinois. You know what? I watched that game, and I really didn't think Illinois was playing that well. And I didn't didn't even think that Michigan State was playing that well until they started getting streaky. Like the streaks in your shorts? Yeah. Right. Right. (laughs) There you go. Unless I don't fart like you do everywhere you go. See? That's the true story. If you ever go with Sean, make sure there you There was play. actually
1: a lot of upsets this weekend. Wisconsin got bent over without lube Dude, against Rodgers. Dude, 78-56. to
0: 56? That is horrible. Dude, they lost like five in a row. Wisconsin's going downhill fast. They might be a worse team than Michigan. Michigan's bad. Horrible. Juwan Howard should get fired in the middle of the year. Now, Just Texas A to- and M
1: destroyed Tennessee. Carolina barely squeaks by against Miami. Miami regrouped and almost beat North Carolina after thirty eight point debacle last week. That was um, I'm still don't believe that. Yeah, that was How sure. do you score only thirty eight <laughs> points? That's a that's a that's a. I mean, I have some. Kids, I have I have kids that I referee this weekend that can score 40, 50, 60 points. And that's a running clock for 10 minutes, for God's sakes. And There's they're no in third and out. fourth grade. Yeah, exactly. Dude, I... Oh, Miami
0: and mean, Chiefs.
1: Candace gets a big win. I mean...
0: I don't know what to the about. worst
1: loss was Michigan, though. They were down 30 points at halftime to Nebraska. Now, Nebraska and Fred Hoiberg, are a pl- are a, this could be their first time they ever make the NCAA tournament. Hoiberg's turning that program around, and they got that. chee chong 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 chee Um That's the most. On their team. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: I'm gonna get edited from the F.D. Uh, from the radio, or whatever broadcasting <laughs> station. He's actually pretty good. <laughs> he's he awesome. Are they gonna shut my podcast down for racial discrimination? Oh my lord! I'm gonna to have to edit this out. I'm probably not because there'll be plenty of people think he's funny without doing that. Uh, my gosh! Northwestern
1: <laughs> got a big win. This could be their second year in a row making the NCAA tournament. That was yesterday. They're 17 and seven. And how about UAB with a couple of big wins this week 16 and 8 the Blazers
0: you know college football, college basketball is fun i can't wait, wait.
1: NCAA tournament we're a week away, we're a month away from conference tournaments and we're a month and 3 days um from march madness march madness before andre comes up with whatever else he has to say today um, because I don't know if our next show will not be till Thursday. It's February twelfth. Yeah. Um we are officially tomorrow evening, um, one year away from the horrible um shooting in East Lansing oh, yeah. um anniversary. Mm-hmm. I know Michigan State has a day off tomorrow night and uh, also on Valentine's Day. Um prayers to Any of those families, prayers to anybody that was friends, um, anything that happens and you get reminded of that date is always a hard thing in today's society. So lots of prayers for the university, lots of prayers for everybody else. And everybody stay safe wherever
0: they are the rest of the week. Amen. I agree. Oh, speaking of that type of stuff going on, the Oxford High School by N R. And our and Arbor. Yeah, did they ever do that trial? Is that yeah. final yet? So they charged the kid obviously for shooting them four kids. Yeah, their mother this is this precedent. Mm-hmm. There, this is the first time that they charged the mother and found guilty for for uh, for her son, and the father's going to go to court next month, and he'll probably be found guilty as well for the the parents are now. A, this is precedent that the parents are the guardian and now have to take responsibility for uh, the shootings like this because the mother. It's been said the mother said the father and mother bought him a the gun and bought yeah, the bullets. I mean,
1: how do you feel about that? I think. I mean, you buy the gun. I mean, they should be responsible, right?
0: Yeah, but this is what she said, which is amazing. You got it. You just make sure you make sure whatever you do, don't get caught. That's the words out of her mouth to her son, and I don't know if she actually knew if the son was going to go shoot the whole school, but that's that's something that's a precedent. That this is the first time in American history that the parents are now being charged for the responsibility of what the kids do. So this is going to change everything. This might—I mean, this could go all the way to the public school system in this in the suburbs and the even in the urban. I mean. These parents need to, all these parents need to be responsible for it. And if that and, and if those guns are tracked by the game members, of the high school twelve year old thirteen year old kids, I think they should be prosecuted too. I mean, that's how that's how you be, um, uh, that's how you be a gun control. The Second Amendment is never going to change. Everyone should have a gun if they want to. Everyone should be responsible for it. Should take the training for it. Some people are never going to want to touch a gun because they're not going to feel comfortable. You know what those people who are who are never going to touch a gun going to do? They're never going to buy a gun and they're never going to touch it. That's not the point. The point is you need to get those guns out of kids who are emotionally not there yet. Because for men or for young boys, it takes at least up to like 22, 23 for their frontal lobe of their brain to be fully mature. So this is good, this is a good way, that it's a good way of, of processing the system, and this is something that should be, uh, put in place as a federal government, uh, the federal government should change the laws, so it, it's distributed to all the states, and every state should t- take this responsibility, and I, I'm almost guaranteed, like, Texas and Florida will follow suit, and I'm, Pretty sure this. Mm, do you really think
1: so? That's the biggest death penalty in the country, and they're allowed to carry their guns wherever they want.
0: Yeah, no, but they're those Texan folks will probably say this: if your son or daughter cannot be responsible for a gun, and they're not going to charge you, the mom and dad, for it—that's bullshit. There's a plenty. Okay. There's a plenty military, uh, Texas Ranger type of guys that say the same thing. They they love carrying the guns. They'll, they'll do it anywhere they want to, but they don't want their kids getting shot up because mom and dad from another family can't teach their kids how to control their anger and not shoot up the school. Good point. So I I think I think based on what Texas is doing with her wall stuff and everything, I think it's gonna probably happen. So that's a good thing about it. Uh, Let's talk about The greatest worst Team in the world right now Besides Michigan And it's The Detroit Pistons They ch- Just They got rid of Baktovic He's now, and, and Alex Burns They got Bur- rid of everybody They all well, They, they got, went to the Knicks right They went to the Knicks Which is a, I think is that was a good trade They got I think they got A couple of draft picks out At least one or two draft picks Out of it But they released a bunch of other people. Then they waived the guys that they traded for, like Galinari. Yeah, they was that those guys were never gonna make that team anyways. I mean if you've seen how oh, and they got and they and they released waved Hayes as well. Killing Hayes. I think he's from France, right? Is that where he's from? Killian Hayes? Yeah.
1: I don't remember where he's from. They were talking about getting rid of Wiseman too, but they didn't yet.
0: See, Wiseman's not that bad. Wiseman does his job. He gets his rebounds. He, he gets his double uh, chance shots after a rebound, whatever you want to call those. But ever since they got rid of Hayes, it was just it was funny because the Ivy uh, texts and, I mean, Instagram or, or, uh, or uh, Twitter account, when Hayes got waved, he showed a picture of him and Kay Cunningham together, and he made a big old, big deal of it. All right, this is us now.
1: You know they're, they've won the last two out of three since the trades. Yeah. And they, they hung tough. They had the Clippers on the ropes. They were up fucking 19
0: points. Yeah. And this is one thing I think about Detroit. Now that they have the core, the, the starting core, this is going to help him because Ivy, it seems it seems weird. Ivy and Cunningham, for the longest time, didn't play that well with Hayes and Burks and Baktovich out there. That chemistry didn't seem to work, but after that trade, it seems like Ivy and Cunningham are playing real well together. I do think they give up the ball with turnovers too much. Cade sometimes doesn't know where he's going to go with a with the basketball, and Ivy sometimes goes too fast for his own br- britches, which is never, ever good. So I think the turnovers are still going to be a problem. But I tell you who's become a better player for that is Durant. It seems like Durant's getting more touches, and Durant's in much more of a inside presence uh, atmosphere. He's averaging almost double-doubles, isn't he? Yep. And unfortunately, we had to trade B- uh, Boktovich. The whole of- team? What's that? Basically the whole team? No, yeah, but I mean I d I don't even care about the whole team. I'm talking about Bokovic. Bokovic was a decent player, but for some reason it didn't seem to fit with having Ivy and Cunningham on the court at the same time. And even Burke I I think for them to get a, a veteran like Burke is be you know, he's not going to get as many minutes as he did in Detroit. And I don't know Bokovic I don't think that he'll get as many minutes in the in, in, in New York Knicks either. But if I'm a betting man on Detroit, I would at least take fifteen points with uh with um with Kay Cunningham or and Ivy fifteen and Duran for about ten points. I lost one parlay all because uh Duran didn't get uh ten and a half points. So play the Lakers like, next tomorrow. But that's a winnable game for Detroit because Lakers, I mean, besides LeBron. Who's going to guard Anthony? Duran. Well, you know what I would do with this game, with that with that game, though? I would take maybe eight points, Duran. 16, 17 points, Cade, if he plays. And that's his only one. This is going to be the Achilles heel for Detroit is that now that Cade has more space and now Cade doesn't have to share time with anybody, which is kind of weird because Ivy's more healthy. So you think that Ivy would have to share more time, but in reality, Ivy's the most consistent player on that team. So you want to start him no matter what Ivy. Cade, on the other hand, he's always hurt. He always plays her or he always is her or he's not hurt. And one thing that's going to kill you if you're a Detroit Piston fan and you do any betting on online is that you if you don't wait till the last minute to put to make that bet, you might get screwed. Because I got screwed once by having Cade play to score so many points and to come down the last twenty minutes of the before the game started, he's not there because he they decided not to have, they decided not to play him. So, but. Saying that now now I can go to the Knicks, put B- a Bavitch as a points, now I can stick with Detroit, a couple of players in Detroit play, with points, and I can still go to uh, Atlanta with uh trey young and and I can probably play safe with. Uh, San Antonio Spurs rookie. W- 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 how do you say his name? Who? Sanio, San Antonio Spurs. Oh, rookie. that Victor Wimbledon, whatever. Yeah. So I have, I have five players I'm, I would probably put in a parlay every game. i would put Cade, or at least have them in the game. Cade, Ivy, Duran, Bakovic. Now, i would probably go lower on points for Bakovic. And then Victor Winnebag, uh i can't pronounce it. No, him. whatever, whatever. I could probably put him for like fifteen points. They always try to set him on twenty points. Now, Hollywood ESPN bets don't let you go lower than 14, 13 sometimes for him. But that's why I would go to Fanduel because Fanduel has more side bets like that. But Sean wants to say something. So, we have the horrible All Star Game this
1: weekend for the NBA. Oh, can't wait! So, just so you know, no basketball Friday and Saturday. If you gave a shit, <laughs> NBA. Well, but tonight the one, the number one, the number one bet tonight is a pick 'em between the Golden State Warriors and the Utah Jazz. But Utah Jazz. Curry
0: right? is
1: playing. Clay's playing, Draymond's playing.
0: Yeah, I mean the, the
1: Warriors are twenty five and twenty five. The Jazz are twenty six and twenty seven on the road. I'm taking Clay and I'm taking Curry and I'm taking Draymond all day, baby.
0: But you're not picking them on points, just picking the game.
1: I would. I, I took a. I took them plus four. Just played safe tag team. But I would. I take the money line on the Warriors.
0: But you also put Duke in that too. Well, Duke's an easy win against Mike Forest. Yeah. So. But you didn't do the points. You just did the money line for Duke. The money line. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then you also did the gun lake with the Kings.
1: I did take the Knights, but I also put one on FanDuel. That was just the two. Duke and. Yeah. So.
0: All right, folks. We're getting to the 45th minute. We talked about everything possible. I don't know if. The 49ers are the favorite for next year if you already want to bet on them. Oh. I'll pick Detroit. Cause I'm a Detroit fan. I don't know what Detroit's going to do. I really don't. I think it'll be a, It's either going to be a great year or it's going to be one of those uh, ninety-eight seasons. Like
1: you guys only have one team to worry about, the Packers.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh,
1: one last thing. I say the Lions are guaranteed to be eleven and six. They're probably twelve and f-
0: twelve and f- I think they could be thirteen and four. You heard it from Sean. Twelve and five. And he's a Dallas Cowboy girl fan. But right. one more thing, Kelsey? Some people think Kelsey is gonna retire because he's thirty five years old. He doesn't need any money. He's got Taylor Swift. Yep, he's got a. I am going tell you, attractive girl. I think I don't think she's that attractive. I don't. So does that. he retire? I think. Uh, what's her name from uh, I Kissed a Girl. Who's that?
1: I don't know. And I liked it. Yeah. Who is
0: that? I don't remember. Oh my god. What's but my
1: guess, name? my question is, I think there is a better chance Andy Reid retires than Kelsey. Katy Perry.
0: Andy, Andy Reid before? No. Andy Reid doesn't have to do anything <laughs> but eat burgers. <laughs> he said thing, he was going
1: to go to In-N-Out Burger, I think. Yeah,
0: and go to State Farm commercials with, <laughs> with Mahomes. That's all he's going to have to do. He, do you know the difference
1: in the contracts? While well, Patrick Mahomes was making $50 million in this game, Purdy was making $864,000. <laughs>
0: he's going to get a contract this year. If he doesn't get a contract this year, Sam Fran should take a, should take a, a notebook, go to Baltimore, and pretty should go find uh, Lamar Jackson. What's more important, Taylor Swift
1: or Patrick Mahomes' wife making Sports Illustrated swimsuit
0: edition? What happened? Why would you do that to yourselves? <laughs> she made a Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue? That's like a bitch did. I would rather see Jennifer Aniston and she's like 50 years old. She's not crazy. That's some crazy stuff. <laughs> That's what we're going to end on. <laughs> yes. What's going to happen next? Taylor Swift, swimsuit issue next year? Kelsey in a, in a banana thong, standing right next to her. That could not happen. Let's not do that. That's awful. Why would you I guess do are going to leave on that note. Why would you do that to those poor teenagers that are not even having sex with other teenage girls? Now they really don't want to have sex. That's horrible. All right, folks, you got to leave right there. What a <laughs> way to end it about swimsuit issue. I'm disappointed in swimsuit issues, anyways. They don't show nothing. like they It's not a class anymore. It's kind of. I think we're too mature for it. But. Thank you for listening to the Crazy Dre podcast show from the great state of Michigan. Thank you, Mr. Parlay, Sean, for showing up. Always great to be here. Enjoy it that, sun. It was a lot of fun. Oh, yes. Yeah, nice and beautiful day. That was awesome. sun's out. I'm not so angry. Peace.